0: Welcome to the Van Hack Podcast, the podcast for tech talent that wants to get hired abroad.
1: Connecting good to go okay we are back and i cannot believe it's the last session of the day i am sure you already had this question at least once because i saw it all the time in our community on slack and it's why i'm not getting any interviews and and we get you we know that it's hard not be able to showcase um your skills and everything that you can do and a global search may be tricky because we are dealing with global market and competition and companies have different cultural requirements, right? So to help to get ready your own journey, prepare your notebooks, because now you will get to learn all the pitfalls and best practices to make your profile pop and get better matches with the positions you apply for and give more visibility to your work experience. And for this, we have something really, really good, and no one better than our dear Cecilia Bieslowski, to share everything, all the details. I'm going to introduce Cisa. She's a tech recruiter with over 10 years of experience in several HR companies. She has been a recruitment specialist for the past seven years with a bachelor's degrees in business administration and a master's in cross-cultural communications. She loves matching the best global talent with companies. They are a perfect fit. This is, this is what we need, right? Being able to change people's lives is what makes this their dream job for CISA. And she has done a lot. I am, I'm gonna tell you, CISA is one of our recruiters that already relocated one of the highest numbers of candidates in the Bahag history. That's just incredible. So welcome, CISA. <sighs>
0: oh thank you so much thank you soldiers that was such a good like introduction thank you so much i hope i am up to that standard and that i can uh, tell you all a little bit about like what to do now that you are you know like Going through this process of finding a new job, finding something new to do, especially in a different country. So thank you so much, Maria, for that. And now you're all here in my hands. And thank you for all being here. Well, so to start, I want to um, give you some a lot of tips. So that's what I uh, I'm glad that. Maria has already like talked about who I am, but I am Cecilia Bidlovsky, hard surname, sorry for that. I'm a tech recruiter and town manager lead here at uh, VanHack. Uh, I am seeing a couple of people that I know here on the chat, and uh, I saw Niels. Niels, thank you so much for giving all those tips. That's so amazing. Niels has just relocated to Canada. Uh, I helped him get uh, a position at IQ IQmetric. So happy to see all of you and thank you. Joel, hi Joel. Hi, hi everyone. Oh my God. So nice to see you all. Thank you for being here. I do believe in a borderless world and I want to help you get your dream job. We all here at Van Hack do. And for that, I want to give you some tips. So why am I not getting any interviews? So have you ever asked that question? Have you ever asked yourself that? I know how hard um, it is when you start to search for a new job and then you're just applying, applying, applying and no answer whatsoever. So what I want to help you with is understand like what are the best practices, how you can make your profile pop, how to give more visibility, how to make it appealing, um, how to get recruiters to actually check so we have an agenda here to go through. So I want to tell you first, like, how what are um, the strategies, what you can do uh, to make your profile better, what are, like, how to apply for positions here in our platform, like, how to search for the like, what to do, like, when you're looking for a new position, how to prepare for the screening call with a recruiter. So I know that this is a hard uh, one for uh, some people, uh, but we are, um, we are people. Uh, we know that you guys might get uncomfortable, so don't worry about it. We're here to get you comfortable when talking to us. And how to deal with rejection. I know that's the worst part, how to deal with getting disqualified from a job, how to get a lot of no's. uh, And we have to know that when searching for a job, the no um, is going to come. And how do you deal with that? So let's start here talking about the first topic that we have uh, some hacks to make your profile pop. So uh, what are actually recruiters recruiters checking when they want to find that candidate, like the perfect candidate for the position? Um, do you feel that you are not getting noticed? Like sometimes you're like, okay, but... I am, I have a great profile. I am someone great for this company. I know I would thrive in that job, but maybe there's something missing there that you're not seeing. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about is your uh, profile. And this can go not only to Vanhack's profile, like this can go to everything that you do regarding job search and uh, your profiles in other other platforms as well, in other uh, applicant tracking systems. So this can help you with that. I'm going to talk specifically about Van Hack profile here, but I know that Alexandra has uh, said a little bit about what uh, they look and what to do on LinkedIn. So that was awesome. Uh, so I know that here you can apply for other things as well, like for other platforms. But I want to share actually um, what to do. So how do you get, for example, uh, to understand uh, if your profile is complete? This is one of the like biggest um, questions that I uh, get from my candidates. So I want to share my screen here for you to see what we see and uh, for me to share with you, what do you do when you are uh, making your profile at VanHack? So this is like Jane Doe. I invented her. She's super nice. I love her. Uh, Jane Doe. She's a full stack developer. So uh, when she's doing her profile here at VanHack, she's going to come here to her to choose her profile. She has added her profile picture and she has put a lot of information about herself. Uh, one of the most important things that you have to check here, uh, which is very important, is when you're doing your profile overview. So. First of all, don't forget to add like what are you now? What would you like to like? What are you working on now? So I here Jane Doe is a full stack uh, engineer. Uh, she has five years of experience and she has ranked her three top skills. So what are those top skills that you have? Like why? how to cleverly choose those skills so us as recruiters can see what you're actually looking for. So the three top skills are the most important ones. They're going to tell us what you're looking for. So here, for example, for her, it would be JavaScript, React, and Node. So she has picked um, her uh, primary language and some frameworks. So I would definitely tell you to pick here for the three top skills, the things that you really want to do what you are really up to, what your career is looking like, what are you looking for in your career right now when searching for a job? And especially, I would add the things that uh, are going to be the ones that you're searching for in the job. Uh, The secondary skills are also very important. So make sure you pick the right ones. Like for here, for a developer, for example, I would definitely pick Databases. I would pick different frameworks if you have, if you learn, for example, here, you can see that she learned PHP at some point, she know PHP and she might not be working with it right now, but it's good for you to make it pop by actually putting the things that you want to do. If you have worked your whole life with PHP uh, and you're changing jobs right now, you're changing, um, you're changing what you're doing in your career and you're working more with, no, this may be the case for Jane, for example, the best thing to do here is not to put PHP as your first skill. Like, why are you doing that if you're not searching for PHP jobs anymore? So it's nice to, it's something nice to add because you show that you have a lot of skill with a specific, uh, uh, with uh, a lot of um, knowledge of a specific uh, language. But it's also, it's much more important for you to add here what are the skills that you want to do when um uh, when you're getting the job when you're actually doing the job uh so i want to share with you how i see it uh and this is like the backstage of things here at fanhack which is really cool because then you see that this is not how we see your profile this is how you see your profile so you can see here that this is how i see jane Doe. so i see jane Doe, and here i see her Main skills, I can see her secondary skills as she put it. But then you can check here that, okay, so I will look at her profile and see that she has like awesome experience with JavaScript. She has over five years of experience already. Like she has done a a lot of stuff and then no video recorded. So I'm like, okay. so me as a recruiter, when I look at this and see that there is no English verification, I think you guys know what the English verification is, right? So it's when you talk about yourself, when you communicate like who you are, you talk a little bit about your skills. And then I'm not seeing her video like Jane Doe. She has not uh, uploaded her video. I know that sometimes it might be daunting to speak English to a camera. Uh, I'm doing it right now. It's not easy. uh, And I have. Uh, how many people here looking at me a lot so you will at 600 more than 600 people it's not easy to do that but this is where us as recruiter and the hiring managers are going to be able to check more about you besides your profile. So don't forget to do that. Take your time to do it. Take your time to talk about yourself. There's nothing more uh, uh, more important here uh, than uh, learning how you communicate. For me, for hiring managers, other recruiters to see how do you talk about yourself. So don't worry about grammatical mistakes. Don't worry about limited vocabulary. We just want to know how you can express yourself how do you how's your posture with the camera how do you like are you looking up to your notes while you're talking to the camp no you can't do that so we want to see how well you communicate this is super important I have had some hiring managers just simply telling me Cecilia there's no video so I don't think we're moving forward with the candidate and I I have to be the one to tell no wait I'm going to ask the candidate to do it and then you're going to take three days to get the results. Uh, the, the hiring manager is not going to like want to wait that much because we move fast. So try to do it um, in a way that um, you can express who you are, what you're looking for, and highlighting the experience that you have. Besides that, you can see here that uh, we can see your cold tests uh, and Jane Dole, once again, is not being a very engaged candidate. She's not showing any of her skills here. So, uh, when you apply uh, for positions at VenHack, uh, what happens here is that you have the chance of actually uh, doing some code challenges. So, don't forget to do them. Like, don't forget to take your time to uh, do the code challenges because they will help us as recruiter to know not only how much you want to search for a new job, how much you are looking for uh, actually adding more of what you have done in your in your profile uh, but we are also um, the, the clients can see as well. so all the comp- the companies can see it as well. they can see how much you're putting an effort into job searching. Uh, when I see a candidate without video without profile pictures uh, with that um, have picked, Uh, just a couple of skills, have not done any kind of code challenges, I will think twice if I am going to talk to this candidate. Maybe the experience is going to make me look further into your profile, yes. And that's where I want to give you more tips. So you see here that when I'm looking at her profile, I can see that uh, she has added a lot of things to her stack. So she has, besides working with Node, besides working with React, I can also see that she has worked with Express, with Next.js. So those things, instead of her, like she did it well, because she didn't put it here on her secondary or main skills, she's using her profile to tell her story. this is not a very good uh, example of uh, how you should be doing and talking about your experience. This, what she has done, is very gen- generic. Like, talk more about your projects. Let me know more about what you have done. Don't only go there and write full stack engineer, main stack. What did you do? What were the results that you brought? Uh, What were the things that you've done that you are proud of and that you can tell us more? So when we talk about the profile not being complete, this is what we're seeing. Like we see uh, just a little bit of information. Uh, You can I know that you you should be objective, but you can go a little bit beyond, especially on your latest experiences. So uh, from uh, the experiences that you had in the past three years, I would really ask you to go a little bit deeper than just adding what is the stack that you have. So uh, don't forget to push, put... put uh, things that you feel that are important as well, besides what you have done uh, in your in your career. So um, things that might, besides what you have done, like in your job experience, so licenses and certifications, like any, for example, like if you're working with, the, with uh, cloud platforms, like what uh, certificates do you have from like AWS, for example, side projects. If you are starting to move to something like crypto, for example, and you have never worked with that, um, put it in your side projects. We want to know. So this is what we see, so that's why I wanted to show you for you to have those hacks uh, from someone that's looking at your profile and want to see something compelling. I don't want to see uh, just um, a profile that has little to no information. See, she didn't even add her resume. How can I go and check what she has done? Uh, Maybe sometimes some of our clients, some of the companies that we work with, they want to see the resume. They don't want to see the Van Hack profile. And then I'm like, okay, I need to talk to this candidate. I need to go after this candidate to check if they have an up-to-date resume. Uh, There's no telephone number. where, Where is your phone number? Where's I can not reach you. So be careful with those things. I know that it sounds like a lot of work. Uh, and I know that you're going to say, oh, Cecilia, but I'll have to keep updating it. Yes. Job search is a job. You all know that. That's a big, big, big cliche in, <laughs> in recruitment. Job search is a job itself. So you have to put up the work. And I'm sorry to say we cannot slack on this. Uh, sorry for the pun. Uh, I'm going to go back to my... PDF here, my presentation, um, so that I can share a little bit more Um, and it's going to go all the way to the beginning of the slides and I'm sorry about that. So here you go. Uh, This is where we were. So uh, as I told you already about the matching skills, describing your experiences, English verification and code challenges. Uh, I told you that candidate engagement is essential. So there are other little things that you have to check that are important. For example, um, you need to answer pre-screening questions. Sometimes I see uh, a lot of candidates that they forget to answer pre-screening questions. So uh, if the hiring manager is taking a look at uh, your profile, he's gonna see you haven't answered their pre-screening questions. They might not even go further with you in the process. So show that you're engaged. A reply to those questions. Uh, have you received any emails from us? Are we going to your spam folder? Are you replying to us? Be careful because you have sometimes like our our emails go to your spam folders. So be careful with that because it might happen. So check your spam folder, uh, whitelist Van uh, uh, our uh, Van Hack because sometimes it happens. I've seen it happening. Um, reply to chat messages on the platform. Reply to Slack messages on Slack. Be available. If you're not available, sometimes. I have closed the position in two days. Can you imagine if that candidate was not available Uh, and the candidate went to Canada and the candidate got to be a tech lead at some point? So you might be missing out because you're not being fast and we move fast here. So try to reply fast to us. Okay. so next uh, slide. Um, What have I done here? I sound like a boomer. I'm sorry for that. Let me see here. Uh, Can anyone help me? Are you all seeing me? Yeah. Okay, I can go to my slides. Uh, I'm sorry for that. Uh, Are you all still seeing me? I could use some help, team.
1: Hey, Cisa, I am here. You're here. I can, now I cannot see you, I hear you. <laughs> Let's see what's happening. Let's bring Sisa back to the stage. During that you can comment in the chat how helpful these tips and did you imagine how was The behind the scenes for us to see your profile. How was it? Do you have a good profile? Did you complete your profiles? Very helpful. That's good. I hope that you all have your English verification update and everything is going good so you can be the next one. Hi.
0: Hi. Always a boomer. Always happens to me. Who knows me? Knows me. I'm sorry. Uh, Coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> Where did you stop hearing me? Sorry, I'm coming back. Um Do you were bring again your presentation, I think. Let me go back to the presentation. Good. Thank you so much. Uh can you all see my slides now, Maria? Yes, we can. Okay, I'm so sorry. Uh, Yeah, good. Perfect. Thank you so much. So now we can go back to talking, Maria. Thank you for filling in here while I was uh, doing I don't know what. Uh, So team, what are we going to talk about now? Like positions to apply for. So how do you choose uh, the right opportunities on VenHack's platform? And then the next thing that I want to talk about is that you, there are some questions you should be asking yourself. Is this the right job for me? So here I have added a lot of questions for you to ask yourself uh, before uh, you start applying for a job. So... Thinking about the matching skills that we have just talked about. Am I applying for jobs that match my experience or am I just applying for any job that is coming up in the in, in the VanHack uh, platform? Um, so this is something that's very important. Don't apply for jobs that you feel that you're not gonna be a great match with. Uh, I know that sometimes you might say like, but I don't know, but Cecilia, I really wanna do this. This is something that I really wanna do, but they are asking for four years of experience with something. Uh, check if it's a must-have skill. If it's a must-have skill, I would tell you, you can apply, but you might not get noticed. If it's just a skill that it's uh, like a nice to have, a bonus requirement, apply for the job. But if it's something that you see that's a must-have, it's something that is actually written must-have on top of the, the, the job description, uh, think twice before applying. Is that something that you think that you're going to be noticed? Uh, Also, do I have enough years of experience overall? So for jobs that you are applying for, um, uh, for like Canada, for for example, you have to have at least three years of experience. So overall in that field. So if you don't have enough years uh, of experience, if you don't have over three years of experience, you're not going to be able to relocate but you can work remotely, so there's no problem there. You can still apply for the jobs, but check if you can uh, work remotely, for example, and then I have only one year of experience. I don't have uh, enough. Uh, you can apply for the remote jobs. Those are jobs that you don't need to prove uh, a level of experience uh, when coming to Canada. Um, are degrees a hard requirement? I think that um, Asia and Tati were talking about that before. Uh, some no, they're not. Uh, for a lot of for a lot of positions, they're not. Uh, especially if you need to come to to if you want to come to to Canada, but some. Hiring managers are going to ask for a degree, and they are going to ask for a degree in um, uh, in computer science. So that's something that you really need to check before. And then you're going to say, but where is this information in the job description? This is one of the most important things. Read through the job description. I know that sometimes we apply for jobs and then we're just like applying, applying, and serial applying. I'm gonna talk about this at the end of our our chat here, but uh, be mindful of that because sometimes you apply and then you're like, I'm not getting any responses. Have you checked the must haves? Have you checked the hard requirements? Have you seen if there's something there that you might be missing uh, that you would need, for example, to finish your bachelor's degree or to have a couple of experience uh, experience with i don't know like um the last one that i saw was um extreme um extreme something like stream programming uh which is an agile method um do you have experience with that um is it something that's a must-have so check those things in the job description to see if you're able to apply for that job and if you're going to get noticed. Um, Remote and relocation jobs, some things that you should ask yourself, am I open to work remotely from my own country? Is it too far away? Like, how do I express that I can work in different time zones? Um, Because sometimes what you see is like, okay, I am from the Philippines. Uh, I would love to work for a company in Canada and the company is asking me to start working remotely. How do I do that? Is that something that I want to do? Is that something that the company is okay with? With. Sometimes the company is going to think of your health like, um, OK, do I want uh, 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 someone uh, in the other side of the world? So understand um, if it is a relocation only position that's going to relocate you directly. And then you don't need to have that remote time while you're having to work nights, while you're having to miss out time when you're, with your family to have your personal life, uh, balance between personal and professional life. Um, You can, some people are night owls. I'm not. I like to wake up very early in the morning. So that is usually very difficult for me. But if that's okay for you, like um, be sure that you answer that on pre-screening questions. There are a lot of our hiring partners that they put that question in the pre-screening questions and then you can answer like, yeah, I'm totally up for it. I'm someone that likes to work during the night. So no worries there. And one question that I always like to ask is, am I prepared to relocate and live in a new place? You uh, heard what um, Shikant was telling us uh, about, uh, and um, about like moving, about getting, <laughs> um, get your umbrellas ready. Uh, that's true. Like It rained the, I don't know, like for almost two months when I first arrived to Vancouver. Uh, it is very upsetting. Uh, it's always dark sometimes. So. Think about those things. Think about that for your family. Am I bringing family? Am I bringing pets? Um, Do I have to have pet insurance? So those things are important for you to ask yourself when looking for that job. Um, Salary range is something that's very important as well. Do I have my salary range up to date in my profile? That's something that we always struggle a lot with candidates uh, to keep that up to date. Uh, And also to some companies ask us, like, are they really looking for over 120K Canadian dollars? Yes, they are. Uh, They are. This is a super senior candidate. Like you have to uh, know that who the companies are going to, um, uh, to offer to show their salary. They are going to have a budget for it. And sometimes uh, it's just not the right job for you because you should not be getting less than what you are uh, worth. Like you should not be getting less than what you are doing and you know you're capable of. So always review the salary, like see what the salary is in that position. And if you're up for that, if you say, Cecilia, I really want to go to Canada, I'm going to accept to have 40% 40% less of um, the money I'm getting right now just to do the relocation. Evaluate that for you and your personal life. And if that makes sense, let's go for it. If it doesn't, um, I don't. I think you should really, really always think of that and think of you and your family and personal life as well. How do I come up with salary expectation in Canadian and USD, like Canadian dollars and USD? I always have that question and I asked um, the team to share some of my, um, some different things that you can use, some different uh, websites you can use. Uh, There is a salary calculator one that the team's going to share with you. There is another one that is um, um, salary, uh, tax salary calculator in Canada. Uh, And also you can uh, check cost of living with Numbeo. So all those things can help you to understand how much am I going to be spending uh, when I move to another country? So it's important for you to do that before even starting to apply for positions. Because you see that we ask for the salary uh, and we ask for companies to also disclose their salary to help you to do that match. That's also a match that you have to think of. So use those tools. I always send those tools to my candidates when I talk to them, but use those tools to understand, like, how much should I be asking for? Uh, Should I be negotiating? So do that. And why sometimes the salary is undisclosed? That's a question that I get sometimes. Sometimes we don't get to know what the company uh, is offering us as recruiters as well. So uh, you might ask us, like, why am I going to apply for this job? Like, I don't even know how much this is like that they're going to pay me. Um, What I would tell you is like, okay, evaluate the company. Like if you get shortlisted for the job, for example, you get to know what is the who is who's the company? Like uh, what is the company that is posting that job? Go and check the company go and check them on glassdoor check them on linkedin understand like what people tell about them uh you have to pick as well you have to understand if that's the right job the right company the right place for you to be so if the salary is undisclosed i would definitely uh, apply for it but ask your recruiter if they reach out to you there are a lot of ways to reach out to us i'm going to tell you after uh but i just wanted to make sure that you have all this information if this is the right job for you to apply, right? Uh, Next step is the screening call preparation. So, okay, you got noticed. You actually got to talk to a recruiter at Venhack. Your profile looks awesome. You already have all the information necessary. You match well with the job and then a recruiter books a call with you, what to do. So um, I know it's uh, a little bit hard to get to that point, but when you get to that point, are you prepared? So we want to. One of the things that I always uh, tell my candidates is, we want to get to know you. This is not going to be uh, a, a call that we're going to make you uncomfortable. The last thing we want to do to you is to make you uncomfortable. We want to get to understand who you are. What are your main motivations for uh, that job? What are the challenges that you have faced before? Um, what are you proud of? Like, how can we get to um, to take you to? A different job to another country if we don't know those things. If you don't know those things and you cannot tell us, how are we going to do that? So make sure that you are prepared. Make sure that you come with those answers as well. Like try to remember the things that you have done uh, uh, before um, that you are very proud of and that you want to continue doing that you want to do again in another company. Um, Skills and stack. Remember what are the ones and come prepared to talk about how you use them. Like sometimes, like I get people um, giving me like a initial pitch talking about themselves, even when they're doing like the, the the video for the English verification, and they forget to add important stuff. Like they forget to talk about uh, what are uh, their main uh, their main skills connected to what they have done. So only saying that you um, I use. Uh, uh, React, Vue, or Angular in the front end, and I use um, uh, I don't know Python in the back end. Tell me more. <laughs> I want to understand. What did you do? Like, were you working for a SaaS B2B company? Were you able to um, to make? Um, were you using microservices? Did you do the transition from monolith to microservices in a company? So, let us know what were the things that you done, and not only what were the, techni- the like the technologies that you use. Also, come prepared with your salary expectation. Um, remember that you have to understand that if you're going to start working remotely, maybe you have to have some payment options uh, in your country of residents, how are you going to arrange that? So uh, see if you are going to be able to do that, work as a contractor before moving to the other country. Sometimes you have to do that. So are you prepared for that? Um, time zone overlaps, are you prepared for that? Have you seen like, uh, what's the time now here in Vancouver? Uh, it's PST, like how um, am I willing to do uh, an overlap? How many hours of overlap am I willing to do if that position is in uh, Vancouver? Cost of living. Check the Numbeo website, as I told you. Uh, how much uh, am I going to be? Um, am I going to have to pay for? Um, I don't know. Uh, I when I first came here, I had no idea how expensive it was to have a two and a half year old going to daycare. So think of the, all those things before you come to a screening call with a recruiter, or if you're lucky enough for a hiring manager to check your profile, because that happens a lot. Um, and they book a call with you all of a sudden. Are you prepared to ask those to answer questions like that as well? So be prepared and get to know Van Hack. So, uh, what do we do for the candidates? Do you know what Van Hack does? So that's something that I always talk to my candidates about. Um uh, we always talk to you and get that first call, not only for that position that we're calling you for, but for other positions. I often refer profiles that I talk to to all of the other recruiters we share profiles on slack we add comments to your profile so that other recruiters can talk to you as well this is an amazing candidate he's not going to be a fit for my for my position right now but he might be a fit for another position so we help you with that as well Uh, we let you know about the whole process stages. Like we're going to get you prepared. We give you an interview preparation. Like we have a team of interview advisors to help you go through every step, like to uh, the first step of the process and to the last step of the process. And us here as talent managers and recruiters, we get to help you go through all that and to understand. That's why we're here. We are the bridge. We're bringing it together with the company. Like we're trying to make it, um, we're trying to make you, be successful so look at us as your partners like take a look at van hack as someone that's partnering up with you we give you all relocation support uh you saw asia and tati talking about like relocation we give you that support the company pays us to give you that support to be consultants for you there are a lot of channels that you can access us so are you on slack van hackathon like uh if you are Go and nudge us, like go there to your recruiter. I'm there as at cecilia I always try to reply as soon as possible. If you get chat messages from us, reply to us, like reply to um, uh, hiring partners from us, like the company. Sometimes they are going to talk directly to you. They don't even talk to us sometimes. Let us know. We want to know because we want to help. <laughs> so don't forget that. Um, and here I know I talk too much and I talk too fast I'm sorry for that. And here's one more thing that I wanted to talk about that I think it's the um a little bit difficult. It's how to deal with rejection. As I told in the beginning of our call uh we get a lot of no's, right? When we're looking for um when we're looking for a job. Sometimes like um people come to me and ask like but I I just applied and you have already rejected my pro- profile. Um, as I said, we move fast. And sometimes there are things that are going to be there uh, in your profile that are not going to be a fit for the company right off the bat, bachelor's degree being one of them. Like, we don't know. Sometimes we have some some clients that are very, very specific with that. So there are many, many uh, instances and many, many different things that can be the reason behind a disqualification, behind a rejection. I hate that word, but that's uh, something that we need to deal with. Um, But I take all the boxes. I'm perfect for this job. How many times I read that and I heard that and I'm there with you. It it really sounds like you're really perfect for this job. I really want to bring you to it. But there are so many variables, like maybe another candidate was chosen and he wasn't even from Van Hacker. So that happens sometimes, like maybe we were there um, making the best to bring the best candidates to this company and the company is working with other recruitment agencies. Like um, maybe they brought a candidate that's better prepared. Maybe another event hacker got hired because he was better prepared. Um, Your profile was incomplete. I think that's the main thing. Like sometimes um, we need to be fast. We need to send candidates fast because we want our candidates to be the ones that are chosen. If your profile is not complete, how do we send this profile to a client right away? Because that's what we want to do. We want to get candidates prepared for the hiring partners in 48 hours. Um, I need to make a short list. If your profile is not ready, if you are not replying to my calls if you don't have are not replying to on slack you're not replying to chat you're not replying to email i'm i'm doing too much of the work that you could have done already i will get candidates that are more engaged i need candidates that are engaged to know that they're going to go through the whole process so it starts right off not having a profile complete even when you don't have your profile picture i had a client that once told me I don't remember who this candidate is because he doesn't have the, the profile picture. I will need to disqualify. And then I was like, come on, what, how, why? And sometimes it's just like that. And we might not have a say with this, uh, with this client. Um, So it is, it is difficult. Like I get very mad when that happens to my candidates, but I know that uh, it's super simple to upload a picture It's not simple to do the English verification, I know, because I've done it and I had to do it, um, I think it was five times before getting it right. So I I had to do it five times. Uh, I know it's not simple, but it's something that will help your profile pop. Um, You did not highlight the right skills and experience. You did not talk about yourself in a way that is compelling. You did not talk, you did not put in your profile things that are relevant for that position so that might be the reason why you're being disqualified right away um salary range and versus salary expectations also are things that might not get you to get that position so think of that as well like what is the salary expectation that I'm putting use everything that I've written to you uh that I've sent I I asked like the um, um, at the team to share with you on the different websites for you to come up with a realistic expectation for you to come up with a good expectation for you uh, for that job. And because maybe that's it, like right off the bat, I check and you have like a very, very high, um, uh, high um, expectations, high expectation. And then I need to send candidates. I need to show candidates to, uh, to a hiring partner and, and then there, you don't reply. And then it's like, it's time sensitive. It is time sensitive. So you have to have everything ready to go when a recruiter is taking a look at your profile. So make sure you do that. Uh, and then there is, uh, I think this is one question that I like to, um, to, to say, to put here, because I've seen this going wrong. Uh, and what happens is like, when can I con- when should I contact the company or van Heck if I got a, get a rejection there are times to do that so for example I would always say that contact van Heck first please contact van Heck first contact your recruiter send your uh, send a message to them to understand like what's happening like why um why did I get a rejection uh If it is in the beginning of the process, if it's just like because you uh, were a candidate that have applied and got your profile rejected right away, you can ask us like, is there anything wrong? Is there something that that I'm doing wrong? But first ask all those questions that I that I put before in the presentation. Um, What if you are already in um, the middle of the process? Can I ask the company directly? I already have the LinkedIn of the company. I already have the LinkedIn of the recruiter that talked to me directly from the company. Should I talk to them? I will always say, think of us as your partner to help you with some cultural barriers that we might have. Uh, We never know how people are going to react to a direct LinkedIn message, especially being a hiring manager, being a CTO. Uh, If you are, we're went further into the process you're going to have access to more people from the company and sometimes because of cultural barriers we don't know how to interact with them so ask your recruiter like ask the person that's responsible for that position because if you don't do that you might end up in a very weird situation so it has happened before uh i had had to to help candidates kind of juggle through like an uncomfortable situation with a company because they sent an email directly to the company. So understand with us, what are the best practices? Like, should I send an email? Should I send a thank you note? What do I do? Let us know. And we'll tell you, we here at VenHack, we get to know those companies. We get to know who are the people that are going to be talking to you during the whole process. So let us know, because sometimes I will say like, I, it's not, don't talk to this person, talk to this person. If you want to send a message directly, let's send it this way. We can help you go through that. So those are those are the things that I would definitely tell you to um, to be careful, to be aware of. So uh, I think that um, that's one thing that I know that um, we really want to do it sometimes, like, especially when we get... <laughs> a no in the middle of the process, or we get a no right at the end of the process in a final round, we just want to go raging mad and say, why? Why me? Or why not me? Be careful with that. Because as I told you, there are many variables that might have been the reason why. And it might not have been your fault. The company might have not had the budget for it and they have just closed the position. So that's why I keep thinking that It's easier and it is better for you and your brand, you know, like your personal brand, not to do that, not to go and talk directly to to the company and be aware of how you talk to the company uh, before getting yourself into a very, very difficult situation. So I would definitely definitely, um, urge you to talk to your recruiter. Um, One of the uh, things that I wanted to say is also (laughs) apply for jobs. Why am I not getting any jobs? Why am I not getting noticed? Why is the recruiter not talking to me? Maybe you're not applying for jobs. Maybe you're not going into the platform. And like, how do we check your profile? We are going to check your profile if you are applying for the job. That's the main thing. Yes, we do sometimes go into the talent pool if the job is too difficult and we're going to search for other people besides the people that have applied. We are, but we're going to give first Uh, the um, attention to the profiles of people that have actually applied for the job. So you can't just sit there with your profile incomplete, not applying for jobs, and expecting us to get in contact with you. That's something that you have to understand. Or I get a lot of that on LinkedIn, like people uh, connecting with me through LinkedIn and saying like, can you please um, see my LinkedIn profile? Can you please see my um, my um, my resume? Uh, how do I do? Apply for the jobs because we are going to see you there. That's the best way. That's the easiest way. Like we have just for you to know on our side, book an interview button that is right on your card, right on your profile, and it takes like one second for us to press it and to send you an interview um, to to talk to you. So if you're not applying, how do you think we're going to get to you, like if you're not applying for the jobs? And then the one thing that is a gold, I always uh, say this, it sounds weird, but don't be a serial candidate. What is a serial candidate, Cecilia? It's a candidate that goes and apply for all the jobs in the platform. Uh, we have those people. I know we do. We have a lot of people like that uh, that go and apply for all the jobs, or people that put a lot of skills into their must uh, into their um, uh, primary skills and secondary skills. So it's that person that's going to put Ruby on Rails, Python. PHP that's going to put uh, every single one of the languages and it's going to apply for all of the jobs that doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. I know you really want the job, uh, but As I told you during the whole presentation, is that the right job for you? Are you making your profile compelling? Are you choosing the right characteristics from what you have done to apply for those jobs? Or are you just applying like, okay, let me apply for all the jobs I can. So that's something that I would definitely be careful with uh, not to apply to every single job that you see, of course, sometimes you're going to tell but cecilia i am um, a .NET developer it has been some time that i' since i haven't seen a .NET position um and i want to apply for something else just understand that sometimes we might not have that job right now but we might in the future so instead of just keep changing your profile and trying to do something that you are not you don't want to make sure that you are um that you are applying for the right positions that that are things that are going to be something that you enjoy doing. I know, Maria, I talk too much. <laughs> are no, you here already? We are
1: here. <laughs> I am here. I know, like, I, know, I am here just to help you with the Q and A section. Like, probably we can answer yes. some of the questions. That we, yes.
0: Yes. I want. Um, I, I want questions. And the only thing that I want to say before we start with the questions is this keep this in mind your profile is your personal and professional brand not only on van hack but on linkedin your resume this is your personal brand it has to tell a story it has to be a compelling story and it has to be informative and most importantly complete because if you don't do that it's going to be very difficult for us to get to know you and to understand you and to pick you as one of the people that we're going to uh, to interview for a job. So I think that was the last thing that I wanted to say. Thank you so much, Maria. <laughs> if great. you let me be here, I'll be here forever. You know that. I'll be talking. Okay. And people are not going to see.
1: <laughs> All the afternoon. <laughs> uh, that's great. We have the first one. the recruiters check GitHub for portfolios?
0: Yes, we do. So we have... Uh, one of the, the things that I shared on the profile uh, when I was sharing is there are a couple of can I share again my screen is it okay Maria so people can know where to yes. where we see it so I'm gonna show you where we see the the, 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 the GitHub so that you can check so I'm gonna share my screen uh, it's here so uh, as I told you Jane Doe did not do a very good job with her profile so she does not have her GitHub but we see it here here is the GitHub. And if you do have a portfolio besides it, you can add your personal website here. And this is especially for UX and UI designers. Uh, If you, um, for example, a lot of the times uh, companies ask us, like, do you have, do they have a portfolio? And then the simplest way is for you to add here as your personal website or the company wants to see your GitHub. Even if the recruiter is not seeing your GitHub, I assure you that the hiring manager is going to see So check it. So sometimes I get some feedback from uh, hiring managers telling me, um, Cecilia, they don't have a lot of presence on GitHub. I cannot see anything like it sounds like they are not deploying. It It looks like they're not deploying anything. So please. um, Yeah, we check it. That's the answer.
1: (laughs) We have other one. How many applications do you think are just enough and will make mm-hmm. me a serial <laughs> candidate? It's okay to apply to as many roles that I think I am a fit for or is there a number
0: I should keep in mind? Uh, the I think that there's not like a... Top number, like, oh, just apply to 30. Uh, what I would say is, like, a, apply to the ones that make sense. A serial candidate for me is a candidate that apply for positions that do not make sense. So you have on your profile a project, as you are a project manager, for example, and then I am working on a position that's for a software architect, and then I see a project manager there. Why is a project manager applying for this position then i'll have to check why is this project manager doing it and then it's actually someone that was not a project manager so i there are too many steps in between me getting to choose you and then sometimes you're not going to be picked so i would for example um to if you if i'm saying your name correctly uh i wouldn't have like a, a proper number but i would definitely think of applying for the ones that you know you have a chance like try not to be that person that you see that is a tech lead um position that requires leadership and then you're like okay no like it it doesn't make sense for you to apply for that position how long does the hiring process usually take it will depend from company to company that's a great question thank you so much uh so a, pros- a hiring process will depend on the company itself. hack we are uh, we work as consultants for those companies. So what we do when we first talk to them and they tell us about their process, we're going to tell them this is a process that might be a little bit too long if it has over three or four steps, for example. Uh, you might not get candidates engaged. So we consult with them and let them know that how we feel that our candidates are going to react to A a process that has, for example, boot camp. We've seen processes that Mm -hmm. they have like a two week boot camp. And then we're like, okay, Mm -hmm. you realize that not all candidates are going to do that. And sometimes we have companies that they do a paid code challenge, for example. Uh, So Companies are going to do it differently. What you can do is on the platform, you're able to check actually how many steps and how many stages there are uh, in each one of the processes that you're taking part in. Um, If you see that there is not a name on top of it, let us know because then we will tell you what are the stages. Usually it has to have the exact name of the stage so that you can know what's next.
1: Good, to know every single step of the pipeline, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. And what Good. soft skills do you most value in a candidate? Nice. Uh, for me, certainly is uh, the ability to learn. Uh, because what happens in your industry here, people, is tech is fast, much faster than any other industry, any other area, any other um, em- like employment that, like for example, Let's say my what I do HR. Of course, I have to be fast, but you have to be even faster uh, because the technologies are changing. So I need to know that you're able to learn fast. That's one of the things that I would really I really value. So I need to understand. Like for example, if I'm talking to a candidate and asking about the challenges, they're telling me about their stories, and they come to me and they say, "Well, there were no DevOps in the team, and I was um, someone that." I was there and I, I really like learning. So I just started all of a sudden to uh, start implementing a CI/CD pipeline. And this was something that I really liked. And then I started doing it. When a candidate says something like that to me, my eyes go like, <laughs> because it's like, yes, this is the right kind of candidate. Companies are looking for those people. It's not a jack, the jack of all trades, but people that are willing to learn and to do something different and to go beyond what they usually do. So that's what really calls like this is one of the soft skills that I like the most and being able to communicate. I think that's the one that everyone asks, right? Like, how do you express yourself and communicate is not like um, perfect English, as I said. Is how do you express yourself? What's your posture? Do you talk to the person looking at the person? Do you explain yourself well? So these are the things that I usually uh, try to take away from the session when we're talking, like when I'm talking to a candidate.
1: Okay, we are going to with the last question here. Can we, Can we ask, ask for a screen? Oh,
0: sorry, sorry, Maria. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> And can we ask for rescreening for a certain rejected job that might be rejected due to incomplete profile? That's a good question, Aniket. Like when, if if it was because because we do have that option of just um, rejecting the because it's like incomplete, we cannot see a lot of the candidate. Like we cannot reach out to you. We're going, we might, we might have to reject because we need to be fast. So yes, you can you can ask for the 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 you can ask for the recruiter for that, uh, saying, Well, I finally completed my profile. If the client's still interested, if the company's still interested, can you please review it, take a look and see? There's no harm in that. Talk to us. We can mm-hmm. certainly try to see and figure out what we can do with you. But yeah certainly it's something to think of to have your profile complete i know i keep pushing that to you all but it is something that really like i've seen people getting rejected for that and not for from us from recruiters because we try to go after you a lot but uh from hiring managers i think that that's the worst part like when a hiring managers get to to see that you are not uh, that uh, engaged to a process
1: yeah, so important. And I think that all the tricks and tips and are so helpful. I hope that you all know now how to stand up out of the crowd and have an incredible profile. But I know that it's a process, right? And if you still need, need a boost for your bank hack profile, um, you can receive it with our bank Hack Academy program because we, as a part of the program, we have access to monthly personalized profile feedback to receive detailed insights on how to stand it out. Besides that, Dev Academy also offers a monthly group profile guidance with a live meeting with our experts where you can access a deeper walkthrough of our review process and the sections making up your bank Hack profile. You can also use this live connection to ask questions and get like all the feedback that you need on your profile. By joining the Van Hag Academy, you will not only have access to the profile guidance, you know, you only have, you can have more than 40 hours of live practices and a lot of courses and a lot of resources. I'm going to show a video with a sneak sneak peek of how the academy looks for you. And Sisa. you're welcome to see it as well.
0: Good, let me see, let me see.
1: Great, right? And Sisa, we are having our biggest sale of the year today. That is something that is incredible. We are having until 40% discount plus an extra month by joining our academy. So also, they can get the amount invested at the academy when they get hired with Bad Hack. So I think it, it is, this is your call. If you are looking for a call for that extra boost, it is. And yeah, what a day, right? Like we are at the end. We finished with all the sessions for today. We have a lot of insights to kick off your international job hunting journey because you already know all about the Canadian tech talent industry, the tech ecosystem. You also know what global companies are looking in terms of soft skills to get yourself ready and seize a closet with the day with the best practices to keep your profile pop and give more visibility to your work experience, right? So now also we have our amazing presentation with Tati and Asha that they show us every single step that we have to keep in mind when we have our visa work permit process, right? But it's time for something that I told at the beginning and it's that we are having an academy prize draw. So how is this gonna work? I will ask a question here at the, and the first one to answer it right or at least the closest answer will be the winner. And the winner will have access to one month of academy plan to enjoy all the benefits kind academy has to offer. And the winner will have to activate the plan by contacting us until January 2023. So if you are waiting like the holidays and you want to start the year with the right food, This is like the moment to do it. And the question is, what is the average annual salary for candidates who relocated to Canada in 2022? Sorry, I forgot that.
0: I'll I'll answer. I'll answer. I'll win. I'm kidding, guys. (laughs) No, no,
1: no. You can't. (laughs) You're the only one that knows do we have a winner this this my screen is moving like really fast you're like you're amazing exactly oh my god i love this i don't know if my beautiful team behind found a winner because this is being crazy yes we have a winner (laughs) oh but we can't find it let's see Let's wait a little bit because you are like you are wild today. So let's wait. <laughs> That's great. Let's see, let's see.
0: I think okay, it's because it
1: keeps it keeps moving.
0: Yeah. And while we we wait, uh, Maria, I just want to ask everyone, please add me on LinkedIn. Uh, I have uh, my LinkedIn is here on the the profile, so don't forget. I know that there were a lot of good questions as well in the chat that I couldn't keep up with because I talk a lot and I am a boomer and I can't see my screen uh, at the same time as I am talking, Uh, but please uh, ask me the questions on Slack, on the chat, on Venhack platform, uh, on LinkedIn. I would definitely love to hear from you all, okay? And I'll be here waiting for the winner. Do we have the winner already?
1: I think we do, but I think our team
0: will reach out to,
1: to him or her, I don't know. I can, they can't find it, but we are gonna try to find you. You're there, we know it. <laughs> um, during this, I think his name is Mercy. Let's see. I know this is funny. By the uh, way, you're acting, you're answering so fast, and, and I love that because that means that you were paying attention. <laughs> um, during, we find this and we reach out to you. I would like to thank you so much for joining us today in our first day of Banhak Con. It was a delight to have you all here, your participation, your questions, everything. Uh, But the event has still a lot to offer tomorrow. So please don't miss tomorrow's session. We will have challenge and opportunities for remote workers and their families how to deal with imposter syndrome? So that I know that it's something that everyone is like having that voice in their mind. How to handle technical interviews because I know that it's a big step. Like when you get there, what to do, and pathways to Canadian permanent residence. So important after you come to Canada, what is gonna happen? What is your next step to get like that dream right? Also, we are having some insights about the USA remote. Take jobs so it's really good if you are thinking about stay at home but earn some usd this is your call um i think we found marcy or mercy i don't know how to pronounce it sorry should we say okay let's wait and also during we find him or her i want to also thank our amazing partners that were part today nappies locale Brazilian in Podcast, Rocket Seed, Boundless Life, LinkedIn, and BetaKit. Thank you because you made this an amazing conference. And the winner just received a, a message. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, I see you tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you. And let's hack together and get that dream job abroad. We want to see you all hired. Thanks. Bye,
0: Tisa. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the VanHack podcast. Make sure to create your account at VanHack.com to access jobs that are hiring from abroad.